Chris. Didi. It's me and you, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, Dan is not here. And I don't know why he's not here. <laughs> like, all I know is that he really does need to, like, step up his game if he wants to be a part of this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, it doesn't happen often when Dan is not on the podcast and available. And I think we've mentioned this metaphor before but like it, it it is like the kid that has perfect attendance and then when that kid doesn't show up to school like everybody at school thinks that that kid died <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i feel like we're gonna put clips up this week and people are gonna be like what the where's dan <laughs> yeah like people are gonna have actual issues like where did dan go yeah. People, people, when they see me in the clips, they're like, oh, shit, Chris was actually on this episode. <laughs> but then when they, when they don't see Dan, they're like, oh, no, something something bad must have happened. Yeah, I, I believe that it's Shannon's birthday. In all honesty, I think that is it. OK, I could be wrong, but I think I saw that on like a uh, Facebook reminder of some sort. Gotcha. Well, could be wrong. Seems like a legitimate excuse but i haven't gotten the handwritten note yet signed by his parents so i can't <laughs> vouch for anything that you just said or dan's dead one of the two we don't know <laughs> yeah we'll see but uh first question to start this show off today uh i was in my car a lot last week not as much as you though but i was in my car a lot last week and i was thinking about what i would like spend money on if i had this extra i don't know five grand, 10 grand, something like that, that I could just throw on anything, what I would blow it on. And I would blow it on nice speakers. And I feel like most people would be like, why the fuck would you spend $10,000 on speakers in your house? And I'm like, because I'm a sound snob. It's what I am. And I was listening to this certain song. Uh, it's by this dude named Steve Lacey, and it's called Bad Habits. And the way that shit sounds is like, oh, my God, this is why I need really expensive speakers. I just need them. And I was like, oh, man, most people would be like, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? So I had to ask you, what would you spend money on that 99.9% .9 of the people in your life would be like, why, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting because when you <laughs> Didi texted this to me, like literally right before I was going to bed. And that's <laughs> the worst time to ask somebody like a, a really intriguing, thought provoking question. So thanks for that. I'm doing that every night now. <laughs> <laughs> but like 99.99% of people is <clears throat> a good stipulation because anything I could think of, I was like, Didi and Dan might not be surprised by this, but like everyone else in my life probably would. So I don't know that I could find anything that like you and Dan specifically, what like you guys might be like, you're an idiot, but I don't know that it would surprise you. Okay. Um, but I went a little bigger. I was thinking like a lot of money. Like okay. if I had tens of thousands of dollars, like if I had tw 20 grand, to throw at something, what would it be? And um, I, I have this dream project for my house that's ridiculous for 99.999% of human <laughs> beings, but it's basically this project. And, and I really think it's going to happen at some point. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, it's this project where like, uh, we have a house with an attached garage, right? So there's nothing above or below the garage. It's just sitting next to the house with a door into the kitchen. I want to move that garage forward and build like my own commercial gym behind it. <laughs> it's because I know I've been to your house. So I'm literally trying to figure this out. Yeah. In my head. And I'm like, wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because and, and I, in my head, I'm like, Chris, you like buy a new house. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Chris, move. Like, yeah. in my head, it's like, that's what that's saying. It's just, all right, Chris, you know, move. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'm very envious of what The Rock has, and I want that for myself. Um, and I think, like, if I were to tell you and Dan that I was doing that, you guys would probably be like, that's stupid. But, like, that makes sense because Chris is obsessed with lifting weights. But then I think the rest of humanity would be like what you just said, just like buy a new house. <laughs> so that's what I came up with. I also had some other scenarios of like, if I had millions of dollars, but then I think like when you get into the territory of having millions of dollars to throw around, pretty much everything is stupid for anybody. Yeah. So that's not as interesting. Yeah. That's because I probably should have put a cap on it, but like the, but the commercial gym in your house thing, that is an, an obtainable thing. You could actually make that happen. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to do that at some point. I, pr yeah. I promise you, I'm going to do it. So whatever, whatever episode number this is, we'll come back to it. Uh, yeah, because I, you know, I believe that you're going to do it. I just don't know if at the end of you doing it, you're going to be like, you know, it would have been a lot easier if I just moved down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe Katie will force that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh. Yeah. But that is that is an interesting that is an interesting one because I'm like I am that is a lot. But yeah, for me, it's speakers. Like yeah. I just love sound, and I love sounds, and I just want to have the most crisp, clear sounds at all times. Yeah. And so, like, I see that for you. And depending on how much money you would spend on the speakers. Like we would get to a point where I'd be like, is like the sound quality that much better, you know, for spending this extra amount of money than you could have. Um, I was wondering whether you were going to go car or home and home is a cool one. Yeah. I have also always thought and like when I was younger, I had for a while there this really deep desire to like outfit my car with really nice speakers mm -hmm. Um but I'm happy I didn't sink the money into that because now that I have kids, they would, that, that would have been a way I would never be using them. Yeah. See the car thing that, cause I have one, I have a dream for a car, but I have, I would have to be like rich at that point where it's just like, ah, you'd hear it and you'd be like, oh, Didi has a lot of money. though. So he just spends <laughs> it. Cause I really want a, I really want a vintage Bronco. Oh, okay. And because like an like OJ version, Bronco. yeah, like I want a vintage, I want, but I want a vintage Bronco with like the top completely off, like doesn't even have one anymore. And it's just like super sick. I'll send you pictures. You Dude, understand what I'm saying? Just buy an old one and then find out where exhibit lives and get on Pimp My Ride. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the equation right there. There's a show on Paramount plus called hip hop, my house. And it's Cameron <laughs> and an interior designer. <laughs> Hip hop my house. Hip hop you my house. They couldn't have plagiarized Pimp My Ride more. Like, that's ridiculous. That's Just, not even. Oh, that's hilarious. I am. I, I am. I will give you my Paramount Plus password for you to watch <laughs> this show. So we can talk about it on a future episode of the French Breakdown. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. What's up? It's the French Breakdown. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris is in Pittsburgh and Dan is uh, possibly dead. We're not really sure. So we'll see what happens with him. Well, today on the Brunch Breakdown, we are going to be talking about a lot of different things. Chris has a cool dad topic because we're both dads on the Brunch Breakdown. So this is Dad Brunch. Welcome along for all the parents out there. Uh, we're going to be talking college bands. We've got the Giants, the San Francisco Giants have hired a wine sommelier for their baseball games. And I can't wait to talk about that as well. <laughs> and we just have a lot of things to get to. And we'll see how many we get to in the next hour. Well, Chris, uh, you know, tell everybody where they should find the Brunch Breakdown. Yeah. If you go on this website called Google and type in Brunch Breakdown, you'll find everything that you need to know. Boom. There it is. See, this is why we don't need Dan. That's why we don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Sounds of Brunch playlist on Spotify. Make sure you go to that. All right. Let's get random topics off our chests right now. Chris, get it off your chest. Okay. This one's going to be a little bit weird. Um, <laughs> I don't like to bring a lot of health and fitness topics to this podcast because I have a podcast where I do that myself. So I don't want to double up and be like shameless promoter here, but I have noted, I'm going to do it today. I have noticed an unbelievable amount of people talking about steroids recently. And maybe it's just because like I work in that industry 
my feeds are curated for that type of content. <clears throat> but it all started when like some news came out that Zach Efron admitted openly that like for some of his roles, he has gone on steroid cycles to look super big and jacked, which if you've seen anything that he's been in the last five years, like he's really, really super jacked. Um, and like, I've also seen like in the fitness industry, some influencers are going on steroids. Some influencers are coming off of them. Some people are like going on TRT, which is testosterone replacement therapy. I just find it, uh, it, it's amazing how many places I'm seeing this. And I was like, I'm, I was actually happy to hear Zach Efron come out and say like, yeah, this is what I did to look that way. Because I think it's important for people to understand how many people that look really good are using things that you're technically not supposed to use. Like it, it is unbelievable the amount of people who are on growth hormone, performance enhancing drugs, testosterone, you know, therapy or steroids. Um, and, and I think it's important to talk about that because so many people look up to the people that look great and are famous and are wealthy and stuff like that. Um, and think like, well, I, you know, how, what do I have to do to get there? And they think like, oh, Zach Efron did these workouts to look this way. I just need to do those workouts. And then you do them and then you don't get there. And then you feel awful about yourself and you quit and you get less healthy. Like it's important for people to actually disclose the fact that they're doing that stuff. So shout out to Zach Efron. Did not see this coming back in the high school musical days, but here we are. And another one that I thought of was, um, and I forget the comedian's name, but he was in a superhero movie. I think he's um, Pakistani. Uh, Kunal, Kunal. Oh, I know who you're talking Kanjiani about. Kanjiani or something. Yeah. I can't remember how to say how to say his name. Um, he was in a superhero movie who, like, if you looked at him five years ago and then what he looked like on screen, people were like, wow, I got to know what workouts this guy's doing. Hey, guess what? He was doing a lot more than just workouts. So that's a whole long spiel to say, like, a lot of people are doing this stuff and you should not compare yourself and your health and your physique and the way that you want to look and feel to those people. Cause a lot of people do that stuff and they're not open and honest about it. And I think that's important for people to know. Because these people are getting ready for roles. They are mm -hmm. playing characters and this is what they have chosen to do to their body and to make sure that it looked like this. And then they're off of it. It's dude, it's so crazy. That's why it's it's not a shock to me. It's not like, you know, like professional wrestling, like that's been known for ages that they all did that and stuff. So it's like, but yeah, the, the internet's a weird place, dude. We and Siobhan were watching uh like Kelly and Ryan one morning, and this lady was on talking about trends on TikTok that you need to like make sure your kids aren't doing. And it was like putting deodorant on your face so you don't sweat. And apparently people are doing that and it's unbelievably harmful for your face. Like they don't <laughs> even want you to put some deodorants in your underarms anymore yeah, because yeah. of the shit that's inside of a lot of deodorants or whatever. And people are putting it on their face. So it stops them, their face from sweating. What on earth? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that one. Dude. Like, sweating is a normal human physiological, uh, <laughs> process that you should let your body do it dude i was literally i'm blown away and it's the same thing with you just i just it's so funny it's like we have this grasp on the world you and i do that are like yeah like i know that that guy is on something and i know that kim kardashian doesn't look this way because she drinks tummy tea or whatever the fuck <laughs> she's whatever it is on instagram you know what i mean like we know yeah. that but there's so many people who don't so I'm happy, but you know, just like you just said, I'm happy Zach Efron and hopefully a lot of other people are like, this is what I did to look like this. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Zach Efron. Yeah. Shout out to Zach Efron. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect us to say shout shout out to Zach Efron today on the show. So I'm a little shocked. So you never know what's going to happen on this podcast. Dude, you don't. You don't know what's going to happen on this podcast. All right. Uh, I want to get this off of my chest here. Wine is bullshit. <laughs> and it's funny i found the san francisco giants thing that we're going to talk about in a little bit but wine is bullshit um i 
went to a friend's house and they were like, this wine is so great. We got this wine at this vineyard, blah, 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 whatever. Pulls it out. And I'm like, that's the wine that you can get for two, like buy one, get it for five cents at this local, like, you know, liquor store. And I'm like, yeah, that wine's good. But like, you paid how much for that? Why would you do that? Yeah. So I'm here to tell you right now, guys, don't spend more than, I don't know, $13 on a bottle of wine. Just don't <laughs> do it. Unless you actually know what the fuck you're talking about. If you're like me and you just like wine, like, I just like it. I don't know anything about it. I'm just like, Pinot Grigio is cool with me. I like some red blends. I don't know. It tastes good. I enjoy it. And I can like drink it and I don't really get drunk when I drink it. So it makes me happy. I enjoy wine. That's it. If you're like me, don't spend a lot of money on it. It's absolutely stupid. Don't let anyone don't go to the grocery store and be like, well, that must be good. It's 40 bucks. Don't do it. Wine is bullshit. And even the people in your life who spend a lot of money on wine, they don't know what they're buying either. They just spend a lot of money on wine. So wine is bullshit. And that's what I need to get off my chest. Uh, I, I don't even like wine. So I'm I'm all in on this uh, stance of yours that wine is bullshit. I did a, like a, for fun, a taste, a blind taste test with my family years and years ago. And um, there were like some expensive ones. I can't remember who, I think my mom might've set it up. And so you're like, she knew what we were tasting, but nobody else knew. And there were some expensive ones. There were some cheap ones. There were some local ones. And like unanimously, everybody preferred like the lower cost local wine as opposed to like nobody picked the most expensive bottle ever <laughs> ever and and that was a big eye-opening moment for me to basically what you just said it's just like i don't know you're why are you paying all this money for something that tastes exactly like something that's twenty dollars less a bottle yes it's all bullshit like and I, and I don't know if it's as simple as just being like anybody who makes wine is trying to make the best wine. They're not trying to make shitty wine. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like the wine at the bottom of the shelf. Some dude wasn't just like, you know what? I'm down. I want to make the shittiest wine and I want to be on the bottom of the shelf. So I'm like, everyone's trying to make the best wine. It's not like making shoes or like clothes or something where you don't have the materials or whatever. Like it's grapes like well this is an even better reason to support the low-cost wines because those poor people saw they went into it thinking they were making the best one and it turns out that it sucks and nobody wants to pay more than 13 dollars for it so you should support that person because they've invested a lot of time energy and emotion into creating something that nobody likes we need to start supporting low-cost wine there you go support your low-cost wine Supported. <laughs> Brunch breakdown. <laughs> PSA. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let's get into Bruce Day. Chris, what do you sip it on, man? Yeah. So I uh, just got back from a road trip to Kalamazoo, Michigan, TD. And I'll be honest with you the reason we went there was because it's close to Lake Michigan in a town that's beautiful, has a beach. That was all fun. I did not expect anything from the town of Kalamazoo, other than to okay. go there for a football game and then leave. I was like, it's it, it's a mid-American conference football town. I went to a mid-American conference school, Didi. I know what the towns are like. There's not a lot <laughs> happening, okay? Um, turns out Kalamazoo is like a city. There's like actually stuff to do there. And there's a really good brewery there, Bell's. So nice. you may have heard of Bell's because you can get Bell's Two-Hearted Ale pretty much everywhere like every yeah everywhere yeah. and so got a chance to go there uh visit the brewery which was pretty cool they had like the biggest merch uh store of any brewery i've ever been to and we picked <laughs> up a lot of beer so i'm gonna be drinking probably more bells here in the future on Brews day uh, this one is juicy gossip uh admittedly i've already had quite a few of them because <laughs> We bought all our tailgate beer out there, um, but it's just, you know, there are certain things when you see a session IPA that's called juicy anything, you expect some fruity deliciousness. And that's what you get from this. Uh, a lot of peach, 
a little bit of mandarin orange in here. It's quite delightful and delicious. And so I'm excited to have this today on the podcast. Nice. Well, we are in the same wavelength when it comes to um, IPAs today, because I've got the Ojai Pixie IPA. And as you can see from the can, we got oranges, we got mangoes, we got pineapples, we got all the things that I enjoy in IPA. And Ojai is in Ventura County, which is like an hour away from like where I am outside of LA. A lot of surfing goes down Mm. in Ojai, a lot of surfing. So if anyone's ever heard of Ojai, that's probably why. Because anytime there's like surfing on TV, a lot of the times it's either happening up there or it's happening in San Diego. So you may have heard of Ohio. But anyways, this beer is delicious. And I have had this beer before. And I forgot that it was just like in the back of my fridge. And so I was like, oh, I should bring this out today. And it's it's super good. As our fans of the Brunch Breakdown always let us know, it's super good. Yeah. Well, shout out to the Fruity Ales, man. Tell you oh, what. yeah. Oh, yeah. Super good. All right. Well, let's get into the main menu. Chris, you have a topic about dads, and we're both dads. Let's talk dad shit. Let's go. Yeah, actually, you know, before I get into my topic, I was wondering your answer to this question, because I have um, any parent that has three kids, Dee. I have to ask them. <laughs> so, like, there there are big transitions when you start having kids. There's There's going from none kids to one kid. Uh, There's going from one kid to two kids. And I've done both those transitions. Uh, But I'm curious, before I get into this topic, so far, what what is or is there not a stark contrast between two to three? And I know that that number three right now is a bit immobile, right? But like, what's that transition like? Um, the, there, there, for us right now, it's literally just making sure you don't yell at your other two too much because, Mm -hmm. and here's why it's because there's a newborn and then you have, I have a, I have what will be a four and a two-year-old here in the next couple of weeks. Right. And so they know that there's a baby here. They are excited that there's a baby here, but like my son major, who is about to be two. He can't control his limbs, so he always wants to show her something or put her pacifier in. And I'm like, Major, you are a gross preschool kid. You have runny nose. You can't touch her. Like, you're telling him touch the feet. And then with Sersha, like, she can kind of do anything, but she always just wants to kiss the baby. And we're like, you're gross. Stay away. (laughs) But, like, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. You're kind of, like, right now, the only thing is you're just kind of playing defense for your newborn yeah. where like you want the kids they're they're happy that she's here but it's also like oh god like you gotta you just gotta make sure that they don't get the baby sick or they're not like throwing things at the baby or you know how they used to just throw things around the house you gotta make sure where the baby's at you make sure the baby's high can't be low and stuff like that or making sure that they don't get into they just play in the baby stuff like we have a swing search so is 30 something pounds now and I'm like, dude, how is the swing still even so built? Like, shouts to whoever built the damn swing we have in our house. Because I'm surprised <laughs> the thing just didn't break. Like, I thought babies were supposed to be in that shit. So it's just, it's that stuff right now. Because so it's just kind of playing defense around the other two is the biggest difference right now. In six months, when I have three people moving, that's what I'm nervous about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right now, it's just making sure you don't yell at them too much because they don't really know what they're doing and making sure that you just kind of like keep we're just trying to keep mayhem safe (laughs) yeah 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 that's fair dan called it zone defense uh and i think that that sounds like that's what you're playing right now yeah um i'm interested i'm really interested in hearing about like once all three of them are mobile and this leads well into this topic what i want to ask you about is what like what things should be acceptable for dads to wear, but they aren't because it's like actually kind of ridiculous. And, and this came to mind. Um, I'll tell you what mine is. This came to mind because um, my daughter is now two and some change. Like she's very mobile, very active running oh, yeah. around and stuff like that. Um, and then my youngest is like, really close to 
to crawling. Not quite there yet. Um, but so we're still kind of doing like the zone defense thing. Um, but as part of that, like you never know when my oldest is going to just like fly into the room without you expecting, you know what I mean? And I've often been thinking, cause I I've, <laughs> I'll just come right out and say it. I have taken enough nut shots at this point that like, I think it should be acceptable for dads to wear cups and nobody would know that you were wearing a cup except for you. It would be extremely uncomfortable to wear around especially out in public, you're like going to the zoo, walking around with that thing on. No, that's not going to be comfortable. But I think that should be one of the items that dads should be allowed to wear and not be judged for it because from a utility standpoint, it would be very, very helpful. (laughs) This is good. (laughs) Because there's a lot of things. As someone who had back surgery before... I have it when Major was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who said a back surgery? I think that back braces, don't hide them. Don't hide them. Anyone. Don't do it. Because yeah. I'm telling you, man, like it is essential. <laughs> You're back when you are having children. And yeah. especially at the age we are right now, all in our 30s, having kids, like I am done having children. I believe that you're going to have like three more if <laughs> what my wife says is true. Easy, We're easy. talking my, to your my wife. My wife listens to this podcast. <laughs> easy, easy. So, um, hey, man, that's a warning shot for you, man. Not me. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, <that's, laughs> I know I'm done. Uh, but yeah, it's freaking. So you so I think that like, you know, if you wear a back brace, if you wear a cup, if you wear knee pads, mm-hmm. I think because you're on the ground a lot. I don't have, you know, I don't, it, it may look ridiculous, but I feel like if I see someone, I'm like, that guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. That guy knows what he's doing. It may look ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah. I would not do this. But if I saw someone doing it, I'd be like, that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. It's I like guess someone you... who breaks out a calculator at the supermarket. Uh huh. You're just like, person's weird but i bet they they're really they're really in a coupon and they're saving some money somehow but i'm not doing that shit but they're saving money yeah that's that's, how i feel that's fair yeah i think uh if you were to wear the knee pads and the back brace uh and whatnot and like you be out in public and your kids aren't right there with you then you become like the town Mm -hmm. lunatic right like you need your kids always have to be around from an optic standpoint otherwise you're just a guy walking around with way too much equipment on. I do think like most sports equipment in some way, shape or form would be really valuable and helpful as a dad. I have a bag full of hockey equipment in our garage. And there have (laughs) been times where I have wanted each and every piece of hockey equipment outside of the skates. Cause I think it would be really helpful in protecting me um, and handling everything that my kids are doing. Also um, this is a lifting one, but like, put elbow sleeves on sometimes if you're um, like benching or pressing heavy weight. If, if I am in a situation where I have to hold my oldest daughter for more than five minutes, like that, the amount, I get like a bigger pump in my bicep from holding my daughter sometimes than I do from like actually doing bicep curls. It's crazy, but man, that stress on the elbow, not good. And even like wrist wraps, if you've ever held a little baby for a while, like you got to kind of like wrap your hand around sometimes and then your arms or your wrist is in this weird position. That would be really helpful too. Oh, dude, just break out. Okay. So here we go. Talk about ridiculous things. The Allen Iverson armband, just wearing that, just wearing the black elbow, just wearing that whole thing on your arm. Whenever you see, I might actually, I might do it. Maybe I'll buy it. (laughs) Cause I'm telling you, you know, you mentioned three kids at the beginning. It's like friggin', I, it's just newborn shit is annoying, dude. It's just d- doing it a third time. We just both are like annoyed by it, even though we both, you know, whatever. We love our kid, but it's also just like newborn shit sucks. Dude. Is it because of the amount of stuff that you have? Like, is that what you mean? No, 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 no. I mean, just like doing the stuff with newborns. Like right now, you have two kids who aren't brand new, so oh, like. Yeah. You so people are sleeping longer, you know, you're not 
changing diapers every two seconds. Mm. You're not, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, like that person's not breakable anymore. It's just this, the first month of doing all that stuff, like when you do it a third time, it's just kind of like, <sighs> Jesus Christ, we're just doing it again. I'm very excited for like six months from now. Like I'm very excited just for, <laughs> you know, not to be doing this the newborn dance and getting to know someone in my house again. Cause that's really what it is. Just getting to know them. Yeah. But yeah, but anyways, the elbow thing. It, yeah, I need that right now. That's what yeah. I need everywhere I go. That. That's no, that's a fair point. And that, and that leads me down a different path. But I want, I, we have a friend who, um, they just they just had uh right around the same time as we had our youngest they had a a, a baby i think they're like only a couple of weeks apart um and she said I'm, I'm gonna butcher the quote but essentially it was like you learn so much from having one kid like you have one kid you raise that kid to be like two or three years old you amass this vast amount of knowledge in your brain about how to like raise a human being to that point. And she was like, I would have felt, it would have felt like a waste to not then like be able to apply that information to another kid. You know, she was basically saying like, we, part of the, like we had another one just because like, we know how to do it now. <laughs> like what's the point of like having one learning all these things, but then never use that knowledge again. So like you're you're totally in the groove of that. You've done it twice now. This should be no. easy for you. Do you what do what kid did your kid did your friend have two of the same? They have two boys or two girls or three boys or three girls. What they got? I think it's a boy and now a girl. Okay, because I will tell you what I thought I knew. I didn't know because having a boy is completely different, <laughs> completely different because there's nothing to prepare you for that first time you get pissed in the face after having a girl. You don't do that. P goes down. It doesn't go up. But with a boy, all of a sudden that that 3 a.m. wake up when you're half tired, you're like, like you barely even remember it in the morning. You're like, wait, did he wake up? Oh, yeah, I guess I'm the one that did that. Oh, you wake up right away when you get pissed right in the eye. <laughs> it's so listen what they're saying there's truth to that i get it doing it again but i going girl to boy was like i felt like i didn't know anything anymore that's and it's yeah. still kind of like that but like now with mayhem it's feels like exactly the same insertion though that's it feels exact every it feels like groundhog it almost feels like every time i look at her it feels like i'm back to 2000 was it eight, 19 or 18 and just being like yeah like I've done this before, but with him, even with him now, it's like the way he acts now is so much different than she did it. That Saoirse did it too. So yeah, that's fair. There's truth to that, but girl to boy. That's fair. I haven't experienced Woo. that. Have not Woo. experienced it. Oh man. I've seen others experience it. Nah. Kind of makes me happy that I have two girls, but uh... dude, it should. But what will be funny is if you have a boy for the third and then you will be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, it's wild. That'll that'll end it at three, I think, if we yeah. uh, if we get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so which one of these are you good? So which one of these would you most likely wear? When will, will I see you wearing? Dude, I think it's the cup because okay. like I'm so sick of getting kicked in the nuts. Like it's just, I'm over it. It hurts so bad. And then like <laughs> dad is paralyzed for three to five minutes recovering. <clears throat> and, 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 and normally I get kicked in the nuts cause I'm trying to like calm a situation down. And so then I'm knocked out in the corner, like, you know, a pro wrestler on the, on the side of the ring. And then Katie has to run into the ring, slide under, you know, the ropes and try and take care of things while dad does that whole like woozy wake up. It's not good. So if I could wear the cup, most, most people would not know that I have it on. It is ridiculous to wear. It would be uncomfortable, but at the same time, I would be, I feel like it would just improve a lot of situations for me. Oh man. And just wait in a few months, all of a sudden this wrestling analogy is great. Cause in a few months it's going to be like, Oh, is that Charlotte's music? <laughs> She's going to come in. Uh, and Dan's probably so pissed, even though he's not a dad, he's probably so pissed that we're dropping all these wrestling yeah. references. It's a real, that's a really good analogy of what goes down. Yeah. But man, oh, God. 
All right. Uh, let's talk uh, a little bit of sports here. Uh, the San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. They have hired a wine sommelier to enhance the game day experience. And like I said to you earlier today in a text, baseball is the greatest sport in the world. <laughs> like no other sport <laughs> just lets you know right off top. You are here to do everything other than watch this game. Yeah. A wine sommelier. How many people at that game care about wine that much? <laughs> I, I I don't know if it's like you said it's the it's the San Francisco Giants, right? Yeah. 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 I, so I don't know if they if it's like, hey, like, you know, wine country out there like that's there are enough people that would be that wouldn't ordinarily go to a baseball game that are now convinced to go to a baseball game. I know if you do that shit in Pittsburgh nobody's going to care because you know, why the hell if I'm, if I want to go to get good wine, the first place I'm not, I'm thinking of is not let's go to the ballpark. Like that doesn't make any sense. And, and baseball, this is like what, what I, I see this is as like one of the last ditch efforts, a, a, a painfully loud cry for help from baseball because they literally they've run out of ideas to try and get people to watch baseball. They've run out. Of, if you are doing this at this point, you've run out of idea. What else is there to do to get people in your ballpark? Dude, you mentioned the point. Cause I get it with wine country. Right. And I understand having local vineyards at the stadium. Mm-hmm. It's hiring a wine sommelier. Yeah. Right. For what? I don't understand. Like, so are you going to have a wine lounge? <laughs> at the ballpark that people just go to swill their glasses talk about the blends guess the blends blindfolded i don't know or is that going to be a part of the game they're going to have like running like wines like running around like we have pierogies in pittsburgh like what are they going to do i don't it's this is just so funny but baseball does this all the time everything about everything about baseball makes me so angry and, and we've been over it. We've been over it many times. I'm not going to dive into a lot of the reasons, but here's a news one, new one that I haven't brought up. Um, like it's the only sport kind of like what we're talking about here with wine that like there are attractions in the ballpark that keep you away from watching the game at the ballpark. Like baseball, sta- like almost every baseball stadium has like a kid's playground in it. Yeah. Why would you pay all that money to go to a game to take your kid to the playground in the ballpark? Go to the free playground down the street. It's ridiculous. Football teams have playgrounds outside of the stadium and it closes before the football game starts. Okay. That doesn't continue while the game's going on in the stadium. That's not how this works. It's ridiculous. And so now this wine thing, it's like, yeah, well, let's, you know, let's get people in the park and then we're going to have them. We're going to put them in a different room. And they're going to try wine and have a great time. It's going to be a wine tasting is really what it, but you have to pay for admission to the baseball game to get into the wine tasting. Like what what are we, what are we doing? (laughs) Wine tasting. I'm going to a baseball game to wine taste is just hilarious. I just, I, I love it so much, but you mentioned the point with the, the playground thing. Um, I don't understand that even more now that I have children. I under I thought I understood it before. I was like, oh yeah, it's a playground for kids. Have you ever had to drag your kid from the playground? Because it's like, all right, like it's time for dinner. Like we got to go home. Right. And they are like, we're not leaving. So you right. have to drag them out kicking and screaming. What do you do at the baseball game? You just end up there the whole game. Yeah. Or you drag them out kicking and screaming into the car because you're not going to watch the rest of this game. Like, they're not going to sit there. No, you're not going to take them there in, like, the third inning and then be back in the seats by the fifth inning. You're not going to be able to tell kids, hey, we're going to go play for for two innings, but then we got to go back to the seats. You'll play for two innings, and then they'll freak out, and then you'll just go to the car. (laughs) You're going to end up watching two innings of baseball. Yeah, thousand percent. I just I I hate everything about baseball so much. <laughs> oh, baseball, the greatest, greatest sport, America's pastime. Gotta love it. Uh, all right, uh, I you know I want to nerd out about marching bands right Let's now. Do it. 
Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Southern's band. If you don't know about Southern University and their band, which is incredible and always have been incredible. And they just keep posting videos on the internet or people keep posting videos of their band doing amazing things. And Chris keeps sharing them to us and they are amazing. And I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Southern's band is, in my opinion, uh, the best marching band in the country, which I guess would mean then the best marching band in the world. Uh, you and I saw them, I don't know, how many years ago now oh, in New Jesus. Orleans? That Are we was... talking like 10 years ago now yeah, or yeah. maybe more? 10, 11, 12 years ago, we Ooh. saw them uh, march in the Mardi Gras parade. And like, there's so much happening at that parade and, and just in New Orleans in general during Mardi Gras um, that like, you're not really focused on one thing when the whole parade's going by, but then when Southern came down the street, came down canal, like <laughs> everything stopped. Cause you could hear them from several blocks away. Their brass is so loud. And then as they got closer, like more people were like, Holy shit, what is happening? What is about to happen? And then when they're in, when, when they're in front of you, it's just so in your face, you can like feel every note that they're playing. They're amazing musicians and then they like i mean they 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 have theatrics to their performances too like when they're doing halftime shows and stuff like it's just that is the pinnacle of marching bands and it's they're they're amazing yeah but i I don't even know like we talk about social media uh feeds like i don't i don't tweet about marching band but somehow twitter (laughs) knows that i love marching bands because (laughs) I'm getting so many videos about Southern. So I don't know who, if it's Southern sharing them or other people or a combination of all of it, but the, the clips that are out there from them, this football season are insane, insane. And I told you, I want to just like, I want to take a year off from work and I want to follow that band around the country. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome because like they're so good. And what I don't understand, and listen, you may disagree with me on this. You were more of a band person than I am. Um, I don't understand why the only bands we see on TV are the Ohio State band, like, I guess, Notre Dame's at times, but really just boring bands. Those those are the bands we see on TV all the time. I always wish that they would just show us whatever Southern or whatever Grambling is doing at halftime of their game during halftime of whatever game I'm watching. (laughs) Because I don't understand why the only bands we see are Ohio State. Everyone gets so excited. Ohio State. Or you're watching the West. You're watching a game, you know, watching a game at the stadium. People are like, oh, the pride of West Virginia is out there. I'm like, to do what? nothing they're gonna make a formation with wv with the state of west virginia and whatever people are happy but like i didn't feel anything yeah. southern i feel something i yeah, feel man. something through their internet clips and it's like that's what i want to see at halftime i want to see you guys play songs from the 70s just freaking i don't know it's been really bothering me so you posting those like sending those clips, clips made me think like maybe i'm not crazy because no. i'm like ohio state's band does nothing for me and I see yeah. them every weekend. Yeah, there's only so much, so many times you can watch them like dot the I, I guess, unless you're a huge Ohio State fan. Like, I think for, for most people, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but like the Southern and um, like HBCU bands in general, like it tends to be a brand new performance every time they go out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like all of the theatrics and, 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 uh, you know, different things they do during the actual performance where they're not just marching in straight lines and, you know, like all this stuff, which is fine. Um, but there are so many bands that do that, that the bands that do something different are the ones that I find most interesting. And that's like, even on a smaller scale, like when, when I was in marching band in high school, actually the township I live in now in Pittsburgh had a marching band that it was like the only one in town that danced during its halftime show. Like they, every song, they had a different dance for it and all this choreography and stuff. We couldn't wrap our minds around how the hell they could like plan all that stuff. <laughs> it was a smaller band though. I think that's why. But like everybody talked about the band here because of what they did on the field. But then like everybody else is just doing the traditional marching and left turn, right turn stuff. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. Yeah, bands like Southern are way, 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 way better and more entertaining. And I would rather see them than just about anybody. 
Yes. We just need like 4K cameras catching their performances every week. And that's what they send at halftime. They should. And you know what? Like ESPN starting to do it with like their featured game of the week where they have like a bunch of different broadcasts for it. And I've seen on um, the watch ESPN thing, like they'll broadcast the halftime performances of like LSU's band or Alabama's band. So you can tune in to watch that. But again, it's like, (laughs) okay, can we broadcast entertaining bands? Could we do that? Yeah. Can we just get a band channel? Dude. Let's get an HBCU band channel. That's what we need. ESPN. It, it, they've got all the things when you go on ESPN plus it's like they got all the you watch any game you want you can watch freaking West Liberty versus fucking W&J or whatever the hell like you can watch anything you want like we need a band we need an HBCU band channel every Saturday that just goes through all the HBCU bands we just have that on a loop every Saturday I'll take it a step further man if the USFL can have its own reality show why can't we do like training camp reality shows of those bands real life drumline hosted by nick cannon let's go he hosts everything else this is genius right you're welcome people out there listening yeah well dd i mean you're in the entertainment industry make it happen i'm I'm I'm, here i'm ready for it i'll grab my tomorrow my my iphone shoots in 4k let's go it's dude it's happening <laughs> all right well let's get into what we're listening to and uh, i'll start because uh i said it earlier in the podcast uh steve lacy bad habits this song is absolutely blowing up uh and came out a couple months ago but it's like now like it's a humongous song viral on tiktok like any song goes viral on tiktok and it becomes a huge thing but this song is really good and you will understand why i want to spend ten thousand dollars on speakers just to listen to this song over and over again trust me you will yeah <laughs> Guys, um, you know, speaking of songs on TikTok, there is a Spotify channel for like trending songs on TikTok. I just discovered this with my brother-in-law when we drove to the brewery in Kalamazoo. We had a lot of downtime because it was like a 50 minute drive. Oh, geez. And, uh, we discovered that. I also discovered that he listens to our podcast on like three times speed and we sound ridiculous. Oh, I can't wait to do that. <laughs> um, but th- this is really for no good reason other than I heard it on the radio because I was driving for like 20 hours over the past week. Uh, Men at Work, Land Down Under is a tremendous song. And I know it's from the 1980s, but like I hadn't heard that song in probably a full year and I sang every word and I love it. And yeah, it's gone on the playlist. That might be the song of 2022. I haven't, I mean, with the brunchies are still a few months away, but Men at Work, Land Down Under. This is why you should listen to the Sounds of Brunch playlist. You never know what's going what, what's gonna to end up on there. Yeah. Uh, um, Nicki Minaj and uh, this artist, he used to go by Young Blue, but now it's just Blue. Anyways, this song is called Love in the Way, and it's super good, and it's got great Nicki Minaj, two verses from Nicki Minaj in it, and it's super good. So Love in the Way, Blue, Nicki Minaj. Check it nice. out. Nice. Uh, I got a new one, a relatively new one from the band Tiny Moving Parts. They put out a song called Day Drunk, uh, which not mad at it. Might this podcast might have some experience with that. <laughs> um, and it's just everything you want from Tiny Moving Parts. If you listen to them before, uh, you're going to get the vocals that are extremely, extremely unique. And it's going to make you feel some type of way. So Day Drunk, Tiny Moving Parts. All right. I put Breland on the playlist last week. I'm putting them on again because everyone needs to listen to this album because it is one of my favorites of the year uh, from his album Cross Country. Here for it. It is the first song on it. Uh, him and Ingrid Anders. And uh, and it's just it's such a great song because it is a friendship anthem. It's like, yo, something's going down. I'm here. I got whiskey. I got a beer for it. It's here. I'm here. And it's just uplifting song. And it's like and you would think this would be like I feel like when I first heard it, I thought it was like a love song, but then hearing it again and again, it's like, Oh, this is just like a song saying, yo, like come over. You just got fired from your job. You just got to break up, whatever. I got a whiskey and a beer for it. I'm here for it. Let's go. And it's just a dope song. So here for it. Check it out. Nice. I enjoyed that one you put on last week. It was really, really good. Oh dude. That album is, it's so good. I still have to listen to it. Yeah. It's top, like from start to finish. It's just fucking, it's, it's really good. Nice. 
Um, last one, one of my favorite bands, Settle Your Scores, put out a cover, and I haven't decided if it's good or terrible. So yes. I want to put it on the playlist and everybody else can decide. Um, but they covered Royals by Lord. Okay. Mm. And Settle Your Scores, this ticks. The reason I can't decide is because this does tick the one box that we mentioned where like it has to be distinctly different from the real song. Okay. Settle Your Scores is a pop punk band that is more on like the hardcore side of it. Not a ton of screaming, but they're going to have a breakdown in just about every song. So like there's that element. It's distinctly different, but I haven't decided if it's good or terrible. We'll find out. Hmm. I can't wait to listen. <laughs> brunch homework. I love a brunch homework assignment. There you go. Always fun. Well, that is what we're listening to. Make sure you check out the playlist on Spotify updated every Friday. Hopefully Dan's not dead and he updates that for us this week on the, for the brunch breakdown. All right. Uh, Bishop Sycamore game of the week. Do you have one, Chris? I do. Okay. I'm very interested to see what you pick. Go for it. Well, so I think like this idea of the Bishop Sycamore game of the week came up on an episode I wasn't on. So <laughs> I don't know what like the general theme is that we should be searching for. But based on the game you had last week, I thought this should be maybe the shittiest game I can find. <laughs> so what I chose was Iowa at Rutgers. My friends, if you want to watch a game that will feature two safeties and less than two touchdowns, well, this is the football game for you. Iowa at Rutgers Bishop Sycamore game of the week. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's it. <laughs> Iowa Rutgers Bishop Sycamore game of the week. Um, I didn't know if you were going to pick Georgia Kent state. So <laughs> <laughs> I did see that one, obviously personal connection. And the spread is like 45 points. Yeah. So yeah. I also considered that one because I was like, Oh, is it supposed to be the shittiest game or like, the biggest blowout i don't know but that was no, that was on the list either one matters it's a game that you're like wait why is this happening <laughs> and iowa Rutgers makes complete sense yeah. complete sense my god all right chris uh any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown uh no just shout out to to zach efron once again man yeah shout out zach efron come on the pod yeah let's go let's do brunch <laughs> that's the brunch breakdown we're out